Hey everybody, welcome back to the Getting It Wrong podcast, where we unlearn harmful ideals, beliefs, and ideologies that we might be holding on to, and we get practical ways to live a more holistic and balanced lifestyle. And we embrace our mistakes here because getting it wrong is the first step to getting it right. I am your co-host, Gabby. And I'm Morgan. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. No, I just loved how this young man, Khalil Green, how he just read, he just stated all of the facts about why it's okay that, well, cause people will constantly talk about how black people gatekeep for their culture when other cultures are more open about sharing about them. But we are like- That don't, yeah. that don't sound right to me. That don't sound true at all. Well, they'll say like, I mean, I can see it to an extent. I'm like, we are, we are gatekeepers, but it's valid that we are, you know, like different situations. I feel like Black people need to gatekeep more. I feel like we don't gatekeep enough. You are correct. But that's my opinion. We don't. We have a lot. You can we tell We have me. a lot. <laughs> we are, yeah, we have a lot that we need to work on. I feel like the stuff that we are gatekeeping on is probably less important than the other stuff that we need to gatekeep on. Because we'll, we come mm. for people about, well, you're talking Black, you're using AAVE. And it's like, okay, yeah. Like, and they are profiting off of like Aquafina, stuff like that. People profiting off of using black scent and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. profiting off of our culture. And yeah, we do need to call them out. But at the same time, it is other stuff we need to be calling them out about. We need to be calling out all these people. Um, People need to be owning their masters, very important for the Black community, for people owning their masters in music, because we are music, period. Like, it is us. People need to be uh, supporting these, like, Black designers. We are fashion. Like, we need to make Black designers, like, couture. Like, you know what I'm saying? That should be high fashion, and we need to treat it as such. That is also, mm-hmm. us, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, it, I mean, it makes a huge difference. And I think once we put value on ourselves like that, it's going to create like that um, kind of how like Harlem was back in the day, how Black, Black Wall Street was back in the day, where all of the, the money was coming into us because we were the entertainment. We were the, um, like, we, we had so much value that we would be getting so much money like the black like the black dollar would circulate far more than it does like once a black person gets a dollar now it goes right back out the community but it was say and within us and we would also be getting their coin too if we would keep up on that stuff you know what i'm saying so mm, yeah. yeah i definitely agree with putting value on ourselves <laughs> especially when it comes like high fashion and stuff i feel like people place way more value on European designers, which I mean, some of these European designers are fabulous, but I feel like when it comes to the black designers, we're so quick to call it like ghetto or, exactly. you know, and we need to, when that's not, yeah, when and it's I, not true, and, these black brands can be just as good. 
and no but they are that's what's crazy the only like all of it is I mean in my opinion like I'm not a high fashion couture type of girl but I mean all of it be ugly so if we just tell everybody this the cutest ugly thing (laughs) and it's the black designer and we rapping about that and singing about that instead of what they rap and sing about now like which is the other designers Gucci all of that like if it was us and our own stuff like which I do see some of that happening like the Teflar bags like Beyonce um, Beyonce Oprah like high profile people are like endorsing it but we should do it a lot more is all I'm saying because everybody else should see that value yeah, people are only going to place value on what you place value on kind of like with yourself mm-hmm. like if you don't place a lot of value on yourself people are not going to place value on you it's the same thing when it comes to basically anything else like if it's something black it's not automatically ghetto like you have to take it for what it is and not base the value off it just because of who created it yeah exactly same once we know our worth, once we know our worth, we got to know our worth down here. That's the whole Got to know your worth. And once we do know our worth and we are putting that value in ourselves, our community, others will, rep- will like recognize that. And then they're going to be paying us for the same thing, which they already do. But it's about like owning it because the, the way Own these it. artists be getting pennies off a dollar like or you know what I'm saying like 60 deals yeah that is crazy and yeah yeah I know with this Megan the Stallion thing I know she I think she just said that she like was never paid by her label I heard about that a little I don't know the details but I don't know the details either but that's a very common story it is like just coming out of it broke and it looks like you should definitely be making money you know yeah because I'm like she is the brand like exactly they're making money because of her how is she not getting anything but it's crazy yeah we got we need a little bit more business sense savvy because if not they will definitely take advantage Mm -hmm. absolutely what were we talking about? Well, I started off talking about because Khalil Green, he had a video. I might, I mean, we might as well add some of this. I don't know if you feel comfortable <laughs> with it. We might, I mean, it's we kind of started. Um, but yeah, I, I might like put it in um like a little clip of what he was saying about it to okay. reference. I do disagree with how most people will frame that as if it were a bad thing. Like even people in my real life have come to me to say that they think that cultural exchange is a good thing. And that my calling out of people who use black culture somehow works against society becoming more inclusive or interconnected or something like that. Cultural exchange being a good thing might be true. But when you factor in the specific context of black American oppression and the realities of American history, the arguments don't hold up. Like imagine if I wanted to read a book and I skipped to page 400. It would be impossible for me to make sound judgments on what the characters are doing. I would think Katniss was a villain because she's shooting other teenagers with bows and arrows, and I think Harry was delusional because he stabbed a book with a tooth. But there's context behind those decisions that make them make sense, and without this context, I'd have, 
an uninformed opinion. Now to tie this, the imitation of black culture by non-black people has more often led to erasure and exploitation than inclusion and reciprocation. He like breaks everything down um, in such a meticulous way that makes so much sense. Like every time you hear him, you're like, okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. So yeah, anyway, he was going to be okay. also my shout out for my black history shout out young black people just doing what they do best which is excelling <laughs> just being lovely talented human beings and all right shout out to Khalil Green what's his Instagram what's his social media girl <laughs> we gonna figure it out you know where'd you, you see know. it on Twitter Instagram on Insta it is Khalil okay, Green but- partially that name sounds familiar actually i'm like do i follow him probably not let's see on insta 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 is it kh i feel like he got a yeah i feel like he got a check mark young man it's not young killer is it (laughs) that's the only khalil i see with the check mark (laughs) he's a musician Okay. No, this is the um, young man that I think he's like the first black uh, student body president at Harvard or something. Oh, interesting. I can't find him. I can't find him. Yeah, that's crazy. I see Khalil Green, baseball player. Khalil Green. Let me see if I search Khalil Green, Harvard. Clue green okay okay are you sure it wasn't on twitter yes oh i spelled his name wrong okay no i think i found him is this him oh is this him look at yes. the screen <laughs> yes that's him a little green that's him okay he's gen z interesting Okay, his Instagram is K-A-H-L-I-L dot G-R-E-E-N-E, Khalil dot Green. Mm-hmm. He has 54.3K followers. Okay, he was on Forbes, New York Times. Interesting. Okay, yes, Black yes. Excellence. <laughs> Gen Z Excellence. <laughs> love to, we love to see it. We love to see it. Keep doing what you do, young man. <laughs> I'm giving auntie vibes. <laughs> Very much so. Auntie <laughs> Morgan. Yeah. Okay, girl. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into this um, must know Monday. We're just going to keep it pushing right on through. So welcome back, everybody. <laughs> yes um how was your week so far gabby this week was rough actually february has been one of my busiest months in a long time but it's almost over with so and mardi gras this weekend so we're gonna have some fun okay okay about yours Mine was um, regular schmegular and I enjoy like a regular week. No crazy surprises. I will take it. 
um not too mundane but like still yeah girl it was okay <laughs> I was about to keep going it was okay it was good <laughs> Okay, okay. Over here okay. Too, though. Good I'm to not hear. Nothing crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just tired. I'm tired. I know. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock. Girl. We usually get started at nine. <laughs> You're right. Girl, we'll never start at nine. We usually start at 940 and it is 1010. <laughs> We're trying. We- <laughs> We're here. We made it. We're slacking. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. But yeah, girl, so um, this week, so what I think everybody should know is uh, one one establishment that got it wrong <laughs> was um, Family Dollar. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Family, or I'm sure you have, Family Dollar actually had to recall a lot of their food products because they had a rodent infestation. Oh, so gross. <sighs> so gross. No. Um. <clears throat> and it just makes me I don't know it just makes me very suspicious I feel like they might not be alone but it's I'm like, like who do they surprised? share a warehouse with <laughs> we're not surprised <laughs> honestly that's true honestly I'm not very surprised I mean it's family dollar I know it's like a quick stop if you are trying to get something but like I I can't imagine wanting to buy food from there not knocking anyone I don't think I've ever I've gone to a family dollar like I think once or twice I think because there's so many dollar stores and I think that's Mm -hmm. just one that I just don't go to yeah um and I feel like it was very like not super clean and very crowded it was very unorganized um yeah that is so I'm not surprised that they I'm not surprised they had some type of infestation out of all the I'm not <laughs> yeah it's giving it's giving a mini walmart by <laughs> you know i can't stand you know how i feel about walmart Good comparison <laughs> miniature yes walmart. it is the lower vibrational store yeah yeah you know we we're right here about walmart it, we said it's something right about walmart the way people go in there it's like everybody goes in there looking their worst Mm-mm. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. comes out with an attitude the, the aisles are yeah. too small it's always crowded it's like you can't leave Just not can't irritated yeah yeah so anyway family dollar gives me like miniature walmart vibes i can't imagine i don't think it's ever like super crowded but moral of the story don't buy food there especially if you are in here let me read off the states they mentioned that could be Uh impacted louisiana missouri not far from us um alabama Uh and mississippi so don't buy food from there they have some recalls going on um yeah the warehouse uh this facility there was a rodent infestation so gross but in other news (laughs) in other news (laughs) Yeah, yeah I hope you guys aren't um, shopping there. I mean, no shade if you are, but if you are, right? Sorry. I mean, it's a quick stop, but it's like <laughs> we got. Let's be discerning out here. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um. So, in other news, um, there was a TikTok 
by a lawyer. Her handle is Jetty, J-E-T-T-I-E, girl, 28. Um, So she had a video. I'm going to post it here. Um, 2022 is, in my experience, in 13 years, is the year of the divorce. Um, We all thought that um, 2020 was going to be the year when everyone was trapped together in the house. And so far, it really didn't happen the way that we expected. Um, We saw an increase in family violence actions, but not really in divorce. But 2022 is here to play. Um, I have never been this busy in my entire career. I think I could work all day long, every day, never sleep, and never get my work done. And what I'm noticing, um, the difference in 2022, every case that walks in my door with the exception of one that I can think of so far this year has involved adultery. Now, why is that? Okay, basically, guys, as you heard, (laughs) she's saying that... (laughs) 2022 is the year of the divorce, which is really sad. Um, I mean, anytime you hear about divorce, it's extremely sad. Um, but yeah, 2022 is the year of the divorce. It's not that shocking. Um, I think a lot of it that they're saying is like the aftermath from the pandemic. So, um, and the reason they're saying that is like they saw some up spikes in like the reasons for divorce being financial strain, which definitely could be related to the pandemic. A lot of people were laid off. Um, mm-hmm. Extremely sad. Um, and then those measly stimulus checks. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be ungrateful. But um, yeah, a lot of people are laid off. That can definitely impact a marriage. Um, the lockdown, being stuck in the house, realizing you don't really like somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. and then also domestic violence increase again being stuck in the house that's not an excuse but yeah of course not realizing but... somebody crazy you know girl <clears throat> so yeah so, that sounds super messy very messy and that is super surprising <laughs> well you would have I would have thought that a lot of divorce of, divorces would have happened in 2021 to be honest or is that what she's talking? Is she talking about 2021? Um, no, she said 2022. 2022. Oh, wow. And it's only February. Yep. Wow. She, she said 2022. And I think um, when you think about it, it does take a while to actually get divorced. It takes a while to um, finally, you know, let somebody know. So I think a year, I think it taking but- like a year makes sense. But when did the the pandemic didn't happen in 2021 though? I know it, it started so like, in like when was it? Was it 2020 or 2019? 2020. So 2020, everybody's like starting to realize they don't like that person. 2021, they're like getting everything ready. I think finally putting us. To, I don't. It's not that shocking. I think like probably late 2021 and early. Cause I think it does take a while to get all of those legal, like the legalities and everything pending. I think this is just like the aftermath. That's my assumption. I wouldn't be shocked if it's like all spillover related to the And pandemic. I guess people were in financial hardships too, as well. They're probably just now being in a place to where they're like, all right, we got the funds. That's true. Let's do this. <laughs> that's true <laughs> you do gotta have the funds to get divorced that's another thing that's what um yeah kind of seals the deal 
You're like, I'm really gonna spend this money on leaving you. Yeek. That is yeah, rough. but I mean, sometimes it must be done. A divorce, yes, it is a sad thing sometimes, but I also feel like it can be a good thing as well. I'm like, everyone doesn't leave a relationship or marriage extremely distraught. I feel like there is a period where, of course, you mourn what once was, but sometimes divorce, a lot of times, divorce is better than staying in a relationship or marriage Mm. that is not working. Yeah. So hopefully everyone is getting what they need and what they want. (laughs) But (laughs) I am, I'm not going to lie. I am surprised that the boom is happening right now. That's not something that I was. Yeah. You thought like a lot of people thought that it was going to happen in 2021, like directly after, but yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I guess it could take time. So that, yeah happen that way also so we found some interesting facts by the way on divorce and I was gonna read a few and get your opinion Gabby so Mm um so the highest okay so the five professions with Mm -hmm. the highest divorce rates um okay the highest number one divorce rate okay I'm ready highest divorce rate dancers what kind of dancers? Makes sense. Dancers. Pole dancers? That's all they put. I'm pole assuming. Dancers? You think it's a pole? You think it's pole dancers? Or it people who like dance for money. I think it's people who dance for money. <laughs> Those people who dance for, I mean, professions. <laughs> Your profession is dancing. Oh, I mean, sense. that too. I've... You're right, because hmm. dancers doesn't necessarily mean, you know, in the club. But I feel like when you dance, like dancing is kind of like a spiritual thing. And when you are engaging in that type of, I don't want to say that because all people who dance are not like Mm -hmm. full of infidelity, but you know, I just feel like it's a very, it can be a very sensual thing. Mm-hmm. And when you're engaging in that kind of movement with other people, or other people see you, or you see other people mm-hmm. engaging like that, I feel like it can muster up types, some types of emotions, and people can get mm. caught up. And I can see that. Okay, and you're talking about both. You're talking about both, like exotic dancing and like just general, like dancing, like backup dancer, or both, kind of yeah both (laughs) yeah I can see that I think with like the backup backup dancer situation I mean I can imagine them traveling a lot being on tour people on tour be cheating yeah I mean when you're in close quarters (laughs) with people for a long amount of time like some people don't have enough self-control I mean it is stuff might go down Fair enough. Number two, <laughs> bartenders. I could see that. <laughs> bartenders. I can see that um, too. <laughs> have you ever heard that they like take on the role of a therapist sometimes? They're just like sitting there talking to people. Oh, yeah. Or they have to be like flirtatious a little bit for their tips, stuff like that. Bartenders, I could see that. 
And I was actually, I've only been a bartender like a few times because I was working for a stadium when I was like super young, like teenager. And yeah, the amount of people that just want to like stay and talk to you. And I've actually <laughs> been like solicited for certain types of services and I had to be like, no, thank you. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I can definitely see it. Oh, wow. Okay. I can see that too. Um, three massage therapists. Massage therapist? That's another thing. Cause I'm like, it's definitely, it can be a sensual activity. Yeah. And depending on who the <laughs> client is and, and you know what, at the same time, it's not necessarily the person in their job. I feel like it's the spouse as well I feel like those type of professions can oh, bring true. up a lot of jealousy in the partner insecurities yeah okay okay so then the last two are I don't even know <laughs> so um I'll read both of them gaming cage workers what and then gaming service workers gaming cage I'm about to google that what the heck what is a okay. gaming cage? Not cafe, cage. So when I think of gaming, I think of like people gaming, like video games, but I'm pretty sure that's not what they mean. Oh, they're talking about the casino. Okay, so the responsibilities, um, they're responsible for counting the monies at gaming establishments such as a casino conducts financial trans transactions for people and reconciles daily summaries of financial transactions okay okay I don't know why she does. i'm trying to right i'm trying to rationalize that in my head maybe is it because they gamble they tend to be gamblers? gambling you know financial People gambling, not stable with money, those are high up there with divorce. That could be related. Are they also Maybe. gambling? Are they washing money? What like is drug that? Dealing. Drug oh. dealing. <laughs> like, okay, when they drug deal, you can't just take all those, uh, take like, have all those, have all that money go into your account without there being a reason. So you've got to have like an establishment that the money is becoming clean with. I'll be watching too much TV. Okay. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I just didn't know the term. Mm-hmm. Washing mm-hmm. money. Okay. I Got wonder it. if they maybe <laughs> washing money. I just put so much onto these people. I feel like I, all of this is assumptions. From like, just as a disclaimer. <laughs> it, it's all assumptions. We don't all know what we're talking about. Just let's no. take that into account. It's but I have a theory. Do they call it washing money? Because um do people usually own like laundromats or something to clean their money no I don't think you can make enough money off of the laundromat for it to look plausible so no it's like going from dirty money drug dealing money to clean money like money that was earned properly and money that can be tracked okay quotes air quotes tracked that's my I allegedly heard a story about someone owning a laundromat to clean money, allegedly. So that's okay. That's where I got that from. 
allegedly. I, um. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, so then those were the highest divorce rates um, professions, and then the the lowest, the five professions with the lowest divorce rates. I'll just read them all off, and we can comment: farmers, podiatrists, clergy, optometrists and agricultural engineers. <laughs> okay. So farmers definitely can see it because it's usually just them, maybe a couple go? other people. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, can definitely see it. I feel like people cheat. I feel like infidelity is often done on the level of, or the amount of opportunity that people have. And farmer mm-hmm. is low opportunity. Low opportunity. They have nowhere to go. They got to go 10 miles just to get to another <laughs> person. <laughs> right. Um, so it's just okay. them and their partner. Pr- pretty much. That's all you got. And then um, podiatrist, that's the foot doctor, right? Yeah. Podiatrists, I can't theorize why they have low divorce rates. I really can't. Me either. Maybe they're not getting married. Well, I feel like this study has to be done with people who are married because it's about divorce rates. You're right. They're foot doctors. I had to double check because for whatever reason, I second guess that. Um, But yeah, optometrists, I don't know why they're not getting divorced very often either. Me either. Interesting. I need to know now. Mm. (laughs) Okay, ladies, if you are thinking of getting married, make sure you you are married and and you're not trying to get divorced. Make sure you're marrying that podiatrist, optometrist. Stay away from the dancers, the bartenders, the gaming cage workers. (laughs) (laughs) Stay away from them. (laughs) Right. um, Yeah. So I think that was just interesting facts oh and then also there are a few reasons like some of the top reasons for people getting divorced lack of commitment um argue too much infidelity marry too young i see that um unrealistic expectations Ooh, that's a good one mm-hmm. i gotta be right here talk a little bit more do um marriage, what is it uh premarital marriage counseling yeah, premarital Important. counseling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, lack of equality in the relationship. Oh, I think that goes with the expectations too. They got to know what you want, communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, lack of preparation for marriage. We do be out here not knowing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, counseling. And then, <laughs> true, domestic violence or abuse. Yikes. You Stop got chairs it. with these niggas, y'all. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Not chair. <laughs> All right. All right. Interesting. Those are just some interesting facts we came across. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for today. You guys, uh, make sure you know your marital facts, your statistics. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also do your research. Do your research. Amen. But yeah, that's all we have for you guys today. So. All right, don't I'm gonna say don't go get married to a uh, a game, what a, a gaming uh, 
<laughs> What's he called? A gaming cage worker. Now we yes. know. We got to stay Don't steer go clear. Don't married <laughs> to a gaming cage worker and think y'all about to be married forever. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we got to know these things, y'all. Do your research. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>